So you've not got dicky stomach this week. You're taking pills for some dicky lips. Look, <laughs> I don't know what's happened. What's happened? Something. I've obviously allergic to something. Right, you have that water. You take your pills. I feel like I've come round to visit my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> well, I look, did you ever watch the Kardashians? Yeah. I feel like Chris Jenner in that episode. What have you eaten? Maybe you've eaten something dodgy. Add some Doritos, Chili Heat Wave Crisp. You know what? It might be popcorn. I had a handful of popcorn from my nephew's bag where we got to the Gladiators last night. Well, if you have things that are like quite salty, um, sometimes if you're like a bit dehydrated or something like that, I get it on my lips sometimes with McDonald's and they like proper puff up. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Equally, I'm not a medical professional. I can't. But like this was like... Gladiators was on at like 5pm. This happened at like 1am last night. So do you think it's just an allergy? Maybe it's a spider bite. Because loads of spiders like crawl over your body when you're asleep. Last night, it was the bottom lip. Now the bottom lip's calmed down. Now it's the top lip. It's travelling around your body. Look. I think this is it. Nothing else in my body needs to get swollen. This is is the last (laughs) pod. This is the final curtain call. This is it. Let me... um, Are we recording, by the way? Yeah, we are. Everyone's going to hear about your dicky lips. Oh, shit. (laughs) Let me show you a picture of what it looked like last night. Right. Are you sending me this on WhatsApp? I am, but only if you want, so you can't send the picture to Twitter and make it go viral. As if I would do. As if... (laughs) (laughs) I'm just looking at this picture, and I'm just like... All right, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. I'm about to open it. Hang on, it's coming, it's pulling through now. It appears that my phone is on dial-up. <laughs> Here we go. Oh! Oh! Right? <laughs> There's such a sadness in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> what? You don't, don't even understand. look like you. I know! Isn't it mad how much it, that changes someone's face? It's crazy. You look so upset. I'm going to have to close that. I can't even look at that anymore. It, it was like, so sad. It was like half one, 2 a.m. that was. Wow. And I was like rooting through the cupboards looking for some antihistamine. Do you think... Antihistamine is like a good drag name, actually. Anti-his-tamine. <laughs> like, his-tamine. You're great, anti his Shut up, bro. <laughs> right, let's to do me, the pod. To you. <laughs> Fancy another pod with Bally Singh and Brett Harris, a Galia original podcast. Well, welcome to Fancy Another Pod. What well, episode are we on now? Like 312? Look, I, I, I mean, I'm going by episodes of what we're watching. So it's episode two of Drag Race UK vs. Yes. The World. Yep. God knows what episode in total we are. We need to apologise as well because we're uploading a little bit later than usual. Mm-hmm. We're a little bit fragile. We've had quite... Well, you've had quite the week. I've had quite the weekend. It's been hell. But in the, be- you... in the best possible way. Well, yeah. I mean, and we're allowed to talk about it because it's relevant yes. because Tia Coffee was there and Tia Coffee's on the pod, um, yeah. on the on the show that we're talking about. We're talking what about the Galeo Pride Awards. Yeah, what, what a, a night. night. Did you have fun? I did. Do you know what? It makes it all worth it. Like, so... For those who don't know Gadio, it is like, it's quite a small operation. And for the amount of output that we do, there's probably like a team of four, five, six content people that make it happen. So all the presenters you hear on air 
have other jobs as well and we make the station literally happen. So my job is to make the Gettio Pride Awards happen. So inviting the guests, designing the logos, and putting the show plans together. Invite the guests you did, the chaotic list of guests that you oh, have. I just, do you know what? Sometimes when I'm planning who's coming on the guest list, it's like <laughs> I want a point in the evening where I can take a step back and watch it all unfold. And there was a real moment at the start of the night when the purple carpet had opened and the purple carpet was downstairs and you can kind of see through downstairs to where the purple carpet is. It's like almost like a mezzanine. And um, I looked down. Paul Burrell was having a paparazzi shot. Jordan and Henry were being accosted by Cheryl Ferguson from (laughs) EastEnders. And Leighton Williams was being interviewed by Ginger Johnson. In around all of that, you then have queues for the purple carpet with loads of celebs. It was just mad. Chaos. It was crazy. I walked in. Well, I walked downstairs after I'd got dressed. And I just saw Leighton Williams on the purple carpet. I saw Ginger Johnson running around trying to interview people. I was like, this is brilliant. (laughs) The Joan Rivers of our time. (laughs) Honestly. You know what? Let's talk about Ginger Johnson. So... So brilliant. Every time I saw, I really wanted to talk to them, but they just look so busy. I just didn't get a chance. Well, I hope Ginger doesn't mind me speaking about um, things that aren't public facing, but um, we, we had like some feedback from the artist liaison who said that she really, really loves to, to put on and put in all the effort. And if you could see the amount of work that she went into at behind the scenes to make sure that she knew every single person, she knew what she wanted to ask every single person. And uh, then to do a thinks... performance and give away an award. Like, yeah. she was just... It, it was Ginger's night. It's Ginger's world we're living in it, I think. Like, I'm not a massive star sign believer, but they're either a Taurus or a Virgo. I'm putting it there, out there now. Right, do you want me to have a look? Yeah, let's do it. When was... Watch me believe you'd be wrong now. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> Ginger Johnson. She wasn't born in 1916. <laughs> <laughs> right. So she was born. Oh, what what were you saying? And Taurus or Virgo? Libra. Oh, I don't know any Libras. Well, there we go, Mystic well, Meg. I... <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, so it was chaos. Um, and I loved bumping into the Big Brother lot that were there. And there was a. Oh, look, I've got an exclusive here, darling. Go on, go on. Kerry Halley have both confirmed that they will come on the pod when we're talking about Slab BB. Right. Jordan also agreed, but he was drinking a bottle of rose at the time. So I'm gonna here's a here's a secret. Oh. It was the end of the night. The house lights were up. And it was me and Bally sat on the table with Kerry from Big Brother, Halley from Big Brother, Jordan from Big Brother, Henry the from Big Brother. Scooter behind me. Scooter, the iconic scooter behind you. We had Miles and Kieran and Charlotte from Traitors sat with us. And Bradley Richards from Heartstopper was doing a sweep of the tables <laughs> for remaining wine <laughs> for some kind of Hilton after party that you seemed to orchestrate, Bally. Could you tell me a little bit about it was uh, what happened? So we were just floating about in that little mezzanine thing. What, what's it called? Mez- whatever, mezzanine, like, yeah. Drinks yeah, little area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I was like, right, we need to find a bar here. So I went up to Cloud 23, which is the very top floor of the Hilton. Mm-hmm. Dragged them all with me in a lift, which was chaos, as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, we got there, and then the bar staff were like, you lot are too rowdy. We're going to put you in a VIP room. <laughs> Stunning. 360 views of Manchester, which was gorge. Mm. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> have you seen Henry's TikTok? 
from the night. Yeah, like, yeah. Your feet are in it. You can hear your voice like in the back. Uh, oh, just chaos. If, if chaos. you want to know what Bally went through, <laughs> Henry from Big Brother's TikTok, it just... So funny. Stunning. But you know what? I must give a shout out to Jordan, who silently went to the bar and picked up the whole bar tab. Uh, look, what a generous king. It wasn't just Jordan that won Big Brother here. It was you, Bally. I it was won. all of us. I, honestly, I even said, I was like, give me bangy, I'll give you 20 quid or something. Like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. He's like, no, 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 it's fine. I was like, oh, bless you, Bob. Oh, well, they, they were just great. And it, like, Kerry was just amazing. We're chatting to her, chatting to Hallie as well, who provided one of the most iconic moments backstage. Uh, Lee and Helen uh, from Gadio were interviewing Ella the Day. They were in the like backstage studio thing. And Hallie comes whizzing around the corner of backstage, <laughs> straight past the security guard. <laughs> Couldn't really do a check because she was in a security, because she was in a, a scooter. Going 35 miles an hour. 35 miles an hour. Kerry was shouting, put it on tortoise. <laughs> um, and then, so she comes whizzing around backstage. I'm like, right, let's put it here. It's ready for when Hallie and Kerry were about to go on stage. And I said, Hallie, just gatecrash that interview. Just just drive the scooter. <laughs> so she <laughs> literally foot down. <laughs> so I thought she was going to crash into all the flight cases and all the lights that were there. But um, yes, yeah, so so uh, was um, upstaged by Kerry's scooter from Big Brother. I never <laughs> thought I'd say, say that sentence this week. Uh, but no, it was oh, brilliant. It was good, though. It was good. But look, like I said, it was on Friday night. We didn't get to watch the episode on Friday night because obviously we were at the awards. Um, we have caught up on the weekend, though. Ooh. And you know what? It's really, really good episode. So much good feedback I'm seeing online about Drag Race UK Visible episode two. Mm. Uh, a lot of people saying it's like gone back to like the, it's truly found the essence of Drag Race, like what it used to be. And I kind of agree. Like it was a sewing challenge. It was a runway challenge. It was three looks. And you know what? No one did really bad at all. Like, well, everyone was so good. Well, the meme that's going around, just to touch on um, about you, you saying that it's almost finding its kind of feet, is that um, there's a, a picture of the season two cast from RuPaul's Drag Race UK mm-hmm. and the season two cast of UK versus the world yeah. uh, saying that there's something about season twos. And I kind of really agree. I feel like the excitement for Drag Race UK it's back. It's back. It's really bad. That does mean, though, season three of UK vs. the World is going to be really, really piss poor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> who do you think would go on it? Who do you think from the UK would... Uh, who would you like to see if there was a third um, season? I, I mean, straight away, I'm thinking Tace. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm thinking a horror. Oh, the I'm drama. I'm thinking Bimini. Oh, you're really but, going. You're going for all, the All-Star. These are all season two queens. Yeah. But... I want a UK All Stars. I don't want to. I don't want them to go on UK Miss the World. As Do you think we will have week, a UK All Stars? Because yeah, part of me feels yeah. like we won't. No, I reckon after after this next season, we'll get an All Stars next year. Who do you want to see on that? Right, you've got ten queens. Come on, let's decide. Let's cast it now. Okay, Bimini or Hora? Yeah, I, I want Davina DeCampo. Yeah. Also, though, I think Davina's too booked and busy. Like, I don't feel they. Need to do it? No, I know. I just love Davina DeCampo. And yeah, do you know Davina's what? I, 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 we had her in Angelio earlier in the week. And just, I, I love the way that she speaks on politics and has just such love. a way of addressing something that's going on in the world really calmly, calling it out and moving yeah. on. It's not hysterical. I think that's what I, um, that's what I appreciate like, about people when they talk about politics. Because a lot of people who talk about it can be very preachy. But Davina's like, no, this is the point. Mm-hmm. If you agree with it or you don't, but I'm just giving you the facts. Yeah. And it's so easy to follow, which, yeah. which I love. 
Which is why I would um, like to see her back uh, with with a bigger profile um, on yeah. a bigger season um, to see more of that because I think she was so well spoken on the first series of Drag yeah. Race and I love that everything that she's used to platform for yeah, since. Um, so yeah, um, Davina. What else would I like to see? Let's have a think. Ella um, the day. Yeah, Ella Kitty was Scott Claus. They're two greats. Well, Kitty is rumored to be doing a Drag Race World, which is like one queen from each of the like franchises. Okay, Drag Race World, tell me more. That's apparently coming out this year, later on this year. Hopefully I've not spoiled How it many series of Drag Race are there going to be? No. I'm gonna, I'm, it's going to be like, we're going to finish this series and then we're going to go straight <laughs> into another series. <laughs> Look, I tell you. Because now, at the moment, we're watching Drag Race US, mm. UK vs. The World. Yeah. As soon as this finishes, we're going to get an All-Stars US. It's never ending. Oh, I can't cope with this. Right, so, uh, there are our picks. Um, but let's take it back to UK vs. The World Season 2, which we're watching at the so, minute. Uh, last week, we lost Mayhem Miller. Yeah. Oh, love Mayhem. I love loved. Mayhem. Loved. And this week, um, Well, also happened? last week, you know what we forgot to touch on? RuPaul's fluey voice. Flu Paul. <laughs> Flew Paul for fuck's sake. <laughs> and this week, Michelle was doing the... Um, the hosting duties. Yeah, well, at the start, RuPaul was on the main stage. Yeah. But Michelle comes down those stairs and hello, hello, hello. I was like, oh, oh right. Okay. Has that ever happened before? Thing. That's happened a few times, hasn't it? A few times, but I was half expecting the long-suffering Ranveer to pop in instead of RuPaul. All right, look, this, is, this has got to stop. <laughs> Leave best-selling author Lorraine Kelly alone. I love Lorraine. Let's get her at the gate to get Pride Awards next year. See, this is what I want. This is what I want. These are the kind of people I need. This is why you're Lorraine. her up. Imagine Lorraine Kelly just trotting through. I mean, With I'd be like, and oh. Christine. <laughs> Don't give me ideas. <laughs> Do not give... Oh, Bally. <laughs> anyway, oh, back Bally. to the So the, the, one of the biggest talking points from the start of the episode was Michelle asking the, the queens to rate each other. And one of them was, who is the most needy, as in who needs help with their drag and elevated. Three of the queens voted for um, Jamba's Blonde. Oh. Jamba's didn't take it too well, did they, darling? No. They oh. really didn't. Uh, they just they were pressed. They just wouldn't let it go. Um, so I think they're really offended by that. Well, I think do you Jamba's... know what? Well, I think it's because Jamba's does describe herself as a fashion queen and yeah. let's let's be real about jambas right absolute glow up since the first season that she was on but when she was on the first season that she appeared on she was amazing so so good i i was so i would take jambas. it to heart that is like someone saying to me oh the the person that could do with the most improvement on presenting on gadio is brett i'd be traumatized <laughs> i'd be like what <laughs> really you do though no i'm joking uh <laughs> And that's all we've got time for this week. <laughs> no, but I think um, it's just a bit of fun, isn't it? Mm. It was just a bit of fun, but I can see why they're offended. And I can see, like, when you're with your peers and, like, such a small group as well. But all of them are so good. So I, I just don't know why they took it to heart too much. Bless them. I think, um, you know, when you've got a, that second chance of getting the crown, I think for some queens, it must... It must mean a lot to them. They must put so much pressure financially and mentally on themselves to succeed. Because especially if you've got to like the final four in your season, you like you want to exceed that. So you can't mess around. Like they've obviously come to play. So I I can understand why Jombas would get in her head because you'd want to. 
Yeah, I mean, like after after like everyone kind of admitted who they voted for, it was kind of squashed and dropped. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I do feel a bit bad for them, but I just wish they didn't make it such a big deal. Oh, um, but yeah, it, is, it was a sewing challenge. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> and it was um, picking up scraps basically. So it was like a fairy tale theme, Cinderella type theme, and a rancher was voted uh, the most needy, so they got an extra ten second head start. Mm-hmm. Everyone was grabbing fabric. You know what Drag Race is like? Yeah. It's like a fight um, to the death. Well, Teresa was just picking any old thing up, weren't they? Like a lot of purple, <laughs> a lot of pink. Yeah. It was camp. It was camp. Um, but Tia was seen grabbing loads of red, uh, loads of red velvety stuff. And then once speaking to Michelle, they said they had a story in mind. And it was only until they were speaking to Teresa where they said in a very emotional scene uh, where they were going to do um, like a tribute to Cherry Valentine's uh, season opening look. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was really lovely because yeah. all the season two queens were very close. Um like Tia, uh, Cherry, Tay, so I'm talking about like UK season two, sorry. And it was just really lovely and Tia like broke down a little bit and it was just really lovely to see like how close they were and wanting to keep that kind of legacy alive because she even said like if Sherry was still here, she would probably be on this season now. Mm. Um, And the look, let's talk about Tia's elevation. If we're talking about elevation, Tia Coffee, I know we said it last week, but wow like yeah. the looks were all on point they all had like a story it was all nicely themed black mm. red stunning gorgeous but then having said that i think on season two when tear first appeared i mean i felt like there was a lot of thought behind i mean the alan Turing look for example yeah, yeah just it was really good, yeah. amazing really clever <clears throat> um and again we saw it uh sorry to keep bringing it back up but the gaydio prime awards with yeah. hilton um, she looks amazing on the purple carpet, amazing on stage, performing Read My Lips, which is a banger, by the way. You know what? I've not stopped singing it. <laughs> so I think after her sound check, she was walking backstage singing Read My Lips. And I just, I, because I've heard it all the time on Gadio, I just started joining in. And I thought I that's it. probably not appropriate. <laughs> you like... know what? I can't wait for them to be at Birmingham Pride and we're going to know those words in full. Oh, and we're just going to be like living Front of stage. No. We're um, going to be on stage. I'm going to tell Tia we're coming oh. on with you, Bab. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be if back you in dancers. Me up, da, 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 you gotta read my lips. I you need gotta... to practice the chorus because it's rub, rub, read my lips. And then there's something else and then goes back to read my lips. We need to get in that rehearsal. You're a force of nature. Tell the haters. Oh, I love it. It's, you can't it's remember such a to good... Remember. I imagine it would be do well, like, do so well on, like, Glee. Well, can I just tell you, I'm a real geek for when artists post pictures of the behind-the-scenes of production. That's Same. why I love Ariana Grande, because I love seeing her comp all her own vocals and stuff like that, and I'm getting dead geeky about it now. But um, Tia Coffee posted a video... Um, of behind the scenes of recording the backing vocals. And uh, there's like a, a trick in that backing vocals to stand well away from the mic so it sounds like they're further away than the actual singer. And um, it was basically Tia and two producers or friends in the room singing, like in all different harmonies. It looks bonkers on the surface, but like the effort to produce that. When is Tia going to do Eurovision, may I ask? I'm here for it. Look, I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's Come get on. here for Eurovision. Come on, say it. Let's anyway. Do it. 
So are we anyway, really just fun I, I girls for Tia for like <laughs> the second episode in a row. They're I gonna know, think we're obsessed. I know. Yeah. And I um, love it. <laughs> but no, runways, every there was no bad runway in my opinion. Everyone was incredible. Yeah. Especially this week's winner, uh La Grande Dame. Mm, now talk us oh, through that look. Wow. Like that second look. I mean, part of me was a bit it is a bit of a costume. It was, for me personally, I don't think it was drag. It was like stage set, movie set kind of dramatics. But, but look, isn't that her style? Yeah. She's a very fashion looks. I'm not yeah. mad. I'm not mad at all. It was great. And I think even just the judges' reactions yeah. was very like, what the fuck are we looking at? This is incredible. Never seen anything like it. And I think this is why this season of UK vs. The World is so good. Mm. Because they have got queens from different franchises, different countries, and it's a whole different style of drag. Like we saw it in episode one, like with Marina. Yeah. Um, just how incredible they are. And for them, like that's just the norm. But we we're not used to it. We're yeah. very like nudge, nudge, wink, wink, slap dash. So seeing elevated drag and which is for them is just like simple drag. Mm. Stunning. I love to see it. Can't wait to see more. So who went ballet? Oh, Arantxa. And it was so emotional I'm because good. it was Charitza and Arantxa in the bottom two and both Spanish queens. And there was just this little moment in Untucked where Charitza was like, look, whatever happens, we're not going to see each other next week. I was like, oh, it was so cute. It was now, so sad. I am personally fuming by this because I think Arantxa had such a strong start to the season. Yeah. That talent thing will forever be etched in my mind. Where the ah. <laughs> ah, ra, um, and the panning back and forth from Arantxa and the judges, ju- that comedy gold, comedy gold. I don't, I don't agree that Teresa should have been in the bottom. I know that their look was probably the most. I, I don't want to say unfinished, but like maybe tacky. It was very bright. It was very colourful, but I think they worked really hard, and I think the story was told really well. Mm-hmm. Personally, for me. I do think uh, Hannah Conda should have been in the bottom. Look, I'm sorry. I love them. The trouble is, they're they're all so good this season that it's actually hard to be like, any of them deserve to be bottom placement. This week, definitely. Like, I don't think any of them deserve to go. And we were quite... Well, we were quite vocal last week saying that we think that UK versus the world should have the queens on until the end. um, Yeah, so like the all-stars, all-winners kind of rules. Yeah. Um, um, and I think that would work really well with this season, but alas, it's not. So um, what do we think? What are our predictions moving forward? Again, it literally could be anyone. Well, did you see that moment in Untucked when Tea and Coffee and Scarlett um, had that little bit of to-do? And I just think there's going to be a little bit of drama. I think that's set up for storyline for the next week or two. Oh, yeah. Um, so Scarlett was a bit like, well, that's what I said, didn't I? Uh, Look, I'm here for it. I'm Battle TK, lines are being drawn. Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> right, before we go, we need to touch upon a few other things. Um, dancing on ice. Defrosted. <laughs> <laughs> I've turned the freezer off. They the used to have melted. that, didn't they? There was Dancing on Ice Defrosted with Colleen <laughs> Nolan. Do you remember that? It was on Fridays, I think it was. It was on Fridays That's at like wild. nine o'clock. And that is wild. I think it was Ben Shepherd and Colleen Nolan hosted a Dancing wild. on Ice spin-off show. 
did I watch it last week? I always try and watch it to see who goes. And I can't remember who oh, went last I week I can't now. remember who went. Oh, I do. It was the comedian. She's been in the bottom two a few times. Oh, yes, she had gone. Um, and there was a double elimination. I can't think if it was last week or the week before. Yes, Emmerdale girl. Rocks it. And it was just like, oh, yeah, you're going now. Bye. Yeah, and then sad, like, actually. What? It um, feels like it's not been planned. It's like, what? Why have you not got all your guests booked in before the series starts? Why have you not got all your eliminations <laughs> sorted? Half your judges aren't here. Like, And I just feel like the audience just don't want to be there. Yeah. Because well, it's freezing. Yeah, well, that as well, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Much when like Desmond Jane Arsh... Torval and Christopher Dean. <laughs> oh, tell ya. But when, well, they're going on tour. I had an email. I was like, no, thank you, darling. <laughs> There's only so many times in this life that one can watch um, the Bolero and the several other variations. What did you think of The Apprentice? Uh, love The Apprentice. Saw that quite late on Thursday. So I've kind of forgotten what happened. What was the challenge again? It always the virtual reality. Yeah. Right. I didn't watch this episode in full, um, but I do want to catch up on it because I saw some really hilarious tweets. So I do want to watch it. So I. I can imagine being in some of these situations and being really frustrated and uh, like, <sighs> I'm just, I'm just stunned that there's people that are like that out there. I love it. I love it. Um, but also new show announced this week coming yep. soon. BBC three bringing it back from the neon lights. The neon lights. If you can't guess, neon lights from that lovely rendition. Neon lights. After the success of I kissed a boy, I kissed a girl is coming to BBC three very soon, and we're going to cover it, aren't we, bro? Absolutely. I was. We are on the hunt for lesbians. If you want to talk to us about I kissed a girl, drop us a DM. Drops yeah. a DM, we'll get you on the pod. Absolutely. Um, and this is a message to Danny Manoik. Hello. We want you on the bloody pod, darling. Come on, darling. Um, Come on. Last year, when I Kissed a Boy dropped, I it was so refreshing um, to see people on TV literally living the gay experience, just quite authentically, not performative. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of the time we see like LGBTQ plus relationships portrayed in dramas as um, either secondary characters that provide comic relief, or if we are the lead characters, there's a a certain romanticism to the relationships that Mm -hmm. actually isn't true of the the gay experience, which is why it's so nice when you have writers like Russell T. Davis at the forefront doing stories like It's a Sim. For um, I Kissed a Girl, I just don't think lesbians have a lot of... Representation. representation. I like, thought just, the way that sentence was like, going, Valley. I was <laughs> like, thinking of the word. Lesbians don't say, have like, a lot, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, like, but even in terms of like nightlife as well, like all I feel all nights okay to gay men. Yeah. So it's going to be so lovely to have like a spotlight on just the girls, um, like just just the girls. Bring it on! I can't yeah. wait. I no, I am. And I hope um, that we can get some of them on the pod. Oh, absolutely. Um, and we obviously need to. you're going to get them at the Gadia Pride Awards next year. Oh, absolutely. I can't wait. wait. It's going to be brilliant. Um, other reality bits and bobs that are going on. Um, CBB, the Celebrity Big Brother. Oh, How good was that ass? That It just feels like someone has taken Big Brother and just dropped it into a pool of liquid fucking gold. gold. <laughs> like, also, it... I feel like someone got Big Brother was like, get out of bed and give him a kick up the arse. Yeah. And it's back, darling. It's been Mr. Sheened to perfection. Honestly, and... like even just the, the, the last series, like we spoke about Kerry, Halle, Jordan and Henry. Mm. They're still relevant. 
Yeah. And it's like four months ago. And this really takes me back to like Big Brother when it was in its heyday, like mm -hmm. Big Brother 3 and, you know, like when Big Brother was always on the cover of Heat magazine. Well, this is what I was, <laughs> I was expecting <laughs> the sentence to finish like that. Uh, but yeah, I, this is kind of what I was speaking to about Kerry. Like, I used to love Big Brother as a kid. Used to uh, obsessed with it. Used to sneak off upstairs to watch it. Um, I used to say to my nan, I was watching something else, like the mask on video, and be like, and put Big Brother on. I was like, <laughs> eight. Nan's thinking, oh, yeah. watching a bit of blue, and you're just <laughs> watching Kate Lawler with Big Brother. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, and I, I feel like it has been so many years since proper event television and the last time i can remember it feeling like everyone was watching something was probably x factor around about james mm. arthur time that's the last time i, I feel like feel everyone that. was tweeting or everyone it's certainly my demographic was i feel watching it's back it. though i feel that mm. like event tv is back and I, people are saying oh it's only because it's the winter fine we no one's really watching tv in the summer anyway yeah. so it's fine and I'm so glad that Big Brother was on in the winter. Yeah. I don't want them to bring it back to starting like June or July. No, no. no keep it where it was. And I think that's what's killed Love Island off. I think it's yeah. the perfect show for the summer. Everyone's thinking about being hot, warm outside, um, going on holidays. Putting it on in the winter, you're just overkilling it. People aren't in the mood to have people. Yeah. That was the start like, of the end for Love Island for me. Uh, absolutely. The, and, you know, doing two series a year will kill something off. I think that is where Big Brother is different by having a celebrity one that is a well-established series in its own and right, and it's not the, that long. The, yeah, the celeb one's like less than a month, I feel. Yeah, but the impact this show has the potential to make in two and a half weeks. Bring it on, Bring I cannot it wait. on. And traitors, there's always rumours going around about a celebrity series, but I, in my heart of hearts, I don't think it's right. Do a, do a like a two, three episode one for comment really. Yeah, but that, no. I'd be happy with that. I don't want to get invested in a celebrity one because I think it runs the risk. I, I think the gameplay of Traitors, it, it doesn't suit a celebrity format. Whereas a celebrity yeah. Big Brother, you're just watching celebrities live. Like, it's the same yeah. format. So, like, if Traitors are desperate to do a celebrity one, throw 12 celebrities in, mm -hmm. do it for three days, comment relief. Yeah. Stunning. The yeah. money goes to comment relief. Brilliant. And if it's for charity, you can get some really top, top line celebs. Yeah. Look. Who would you want to see? Ooh. I'd want actual Dawn French. Yeah, that'd be kind. I'd want Dawn French presenting it as Claudia Winkleman <laughs> again. And Claudia Winkleman Claudia in it. Yeah, he's a traitor. Yeah, yeah that'd yeah. be brilliant. Uh, who else would I want in? Um, I don't know, actually. I, straight away, I want some drag queens in. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could literally skip out doing all of the tasks. You could start it with, like, smaller tasks, less footage of it, round yeah. table, murder, round table. Like, you could do, like, two yeah. or three... Also, we're speaking about bringing stuff back, and we're talking about a castle, and we're talking about BBC and whatnot, and can't believe. Mm -hmm. We need to bring back Fame Academy. Reaching, never stop reaching. Academy? No, I no. I was ups I still am obsessed. Loved it. Patrick Kilty so, and, um, oh, what's his name? Cat Dealey. No, the, uh, the, the judge that he fell out with. Oh, I don't remember, but... Who he was, was a CEO at yeah. um, Global for a while. Patrick. Oh, really? Um, but what's made me think of Fame Academy is Lamar was Richard on Park. Single. Yeah, Richard Park. So Richard Park was the big boss at my old company. Oh, really? Which So oh. you can imagine a company meeting coming on and then seeing a Fame Academy judge just appear and <laughs> say about how well the company's doing. It's quite strange. I used to love Fame Academy judges because they used to go by like teachers and headmaster. Mm. So funny. Um, but yeah, the reason I'm talking about Fame Academy is Lamar was on the mass single. Oh. 
Been Such a long a great time, boys. say you miss me. I love Lamar. Yeah. Love. So yeah, I'm, I'm a Birmingham Pride, Bab. <gasps> Maybe. Maybe. You have the power. Right, uh, I've run out of things to say to you. I have as well. I'm knackered. Look, apologies, everyone. This is a very short run through of the episode of Drag Race UK vs. the World. We've been speaking for 32 minutes. We're in but bloody a that, bed. A lot of that has been about the bloody Pride Awards. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag spawn, hashtag ad, hashtag gifted. <laughs> um, but look, like I said, we've had a fragile week. Yeah. So next week we'll be back on form. And hopefully, I would have organized the drag queen to join us. Or wow. drag king or drag. Artists. And you're going to have yeah. me in the edit suite, I'm sure, from next week Look, again. I'm locking you in, darling. That's it. I've got no more cracker. extracurriculars, but this, <laughs> <laughs> this, this is it. Right, darling. Right. Fancy another pod with Bally Singh and Brett Harris. A Galia original podcast. Oh, thank God that's over. <laughs> <laughs> Get off my fucking back. <laughs> I don't want to hear from you until Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, look. I'm oh, so, I, I need, need a, a bath, I think. A bath. I need a good hot shower. I need mm. a coffee. And I think I just need some good food. Yeah, what are you going to have? Like, I don't know. I really I don't want a roast that. dinner, but it's like I can't be fucking asked to make a roast dinner. I know. I'm thinking, can I be asked to have a shower, get dressed, get ready, and go for, like, posh pub grub? Ooh, like um, like a bistro from Coronation Street kind of style. Yeah, like oh, I really fancy steak. That's what I'm gonna say. Uh, do you know what? If I go to a restaurant, it serves steak I'll, and sticky toffee pudding. That is like my go-to mm. steak, peppercorn sauce, fries. I, you know what? Tough. I sound a bit minging, but I do like a bit of garlic bread with my steak. I'm not gonna lie. I like my garlic bread with anything. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get that. I love a garlic naan, you know. And do you know this? This is like um. Why are you putting garlic on your nan? Like, cause like a garlic. Oh nan, nan like... sorry, sorry. <laughs> garlic, sorry. Both of mine are English dead, so that's really language. offensive. Sorry. No, no, that's really offensive. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I've got rest your soul, nan. Um, but yeah, I uh, <laughs> love a curry with, and then I get garlic naan from the um, supermarket, and then I'll, I'll. I don't know if this is right, but I put water on both sides so it like puffs up oh, yeah. properly. And then I put butter and a little bit of salt on the top of it as well. So it's really buttery. Mm. Whack mm. it in the air fryer, it'll go extra crispy. Don't really I like it crispy. Fryer. I like it more like cloggy and like. <laughs> no, I like mine crispy, you know. <laughs> you know what? You've done it, Brett. You've sold it. I think I'm going to starve myself all day and have a big fat curry at the end. Oh, of the yeah. What, what type of curry? See, I am a South Asian Punjabi person, so when you like say what curry, I'm just like, look, give me anything. I don't know these names, but the spicier the better. Oh, really? The saucier the better. I can't... I'm gonna suffer tomorrow, but no, no pain, I no gain. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean. <laughs> Sometimes you can know someone too well. <laughs> Oh, actually, last question. You said naan. Mm. Do you have rice and chips and naan, or what are you going for? All three. And Thank I'll... you, Papa Doms with uh, onion salad, mango chutney. Um, I want onion barges. That is non-negotiable for me mm-hmm. when I have a curry. But I don't really like meat. Like I do eat meat, 
but I don't like a lot of meat. Like I don't like meat in chunks. So yeah, like, so you, I know what you mean fajitas. Like, I'll if I have fajitas, I've, I like it more like shredded rather than mm-hmm. chunk. You don't want to waste your time trying to get in your gob. I yeah. understand that. So I a lot it. of the time, I'll order. People don't need to know this, but I'll have pilau rice with chips. Um, I'll have tikka sauce with an onion, a couple of onion barges, onion salad, papadoms, naan bread. God, going all out. How much they paying you over there? Well, well, to be honest, it's a shared thing, so like we all get it. Like, Joe, okay. you know what my best friend from home, Danny, that's what we used to do every like Saturday night. We'd go and get Japors in Market Drayton. Fucking love that place. Yeah, <laughs> and they'd like carry it to the door to you and then they would give it to you and, and I just love the Well, experience. yeah, that's how a delivery usually works, bro. Well, no, like, we go in to collect it. <laughs> you cannot hold your takeaway until you leave that um, leave that shop. I love that. Uh, you know what I like to do? Getting an on and making a little bit of a gyro. Is it how you say it? Gyro? Gyros. Gyros. Isn't gyro like a paycheck? <laughs> that's what I'm going to get You want to cash year. in your gyro? <laughs> That'll be me next year with my pension. <laughs> That's the no, episode this title. Is into a, this is Cash in your gyro. <laughs> Fancy another food. This yeah. is what turning into. Fancy. Right. <laughs> Piss off. Fancy another poo. Right, bye. <laughs> <laughs>